Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of Rodian Radio. Boy, oh boy. Alright, so tonight we are going to break down parts 4 and 5 of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Really hope everybody is following along with us as we do these breakdowns. I know several people like them. We enjoy doing them. But uh, before we get into our Kenobi breakdown, I want to give all of our sponsors here at Rodian Radio a big shout out. First up, we got Dr. Underscore Awesome Underscore 1010. We got Commander Phoenix Underscore 88 Legion. And we got Lego Shock 0451 Official. If you are watching this via YouTube, as we talk about our sponsors here, you will see their social media pages and what they do and create on the YouTube video. And our last sponsor here, we want to give a big shout out to the Photoverse podcast over on Spotify. That is a toy collecting and uh, toy photography podcast. They are great guys. And if you want to hear me on Roadie and Radio, if you want to hear me, Chase, on the Photoverse podcast, go over and check them out on Spotify. That was over a two-hour show of nothing but just nonsense, Star Wars, and collecting talk. But we had a great time during that episode, and hopefully we can get them guys on our show in the near future. But without further ado, we're going to jump on into our parts four and five of Kenobi. Also, if you would like to become a sponsor yourself for Rodian Radio, it is completely free. Just send me a message on any of our social medias or our email at rodianradiopc at gmail.com and as always thank you so much for listening to rodian radio if you are watching this via youtube please drop us a comment drop us a like help subscribe to our channel it's completely free if you are listening to this via audio on podcast if your podcast of choice allows you to leave a review please do us a favor rate and review us it really helps us break the algorithm to get our name out there more in the podcast world especially the star wars podcast world we are not the typical star wars podcast we are new center for star wars yes rodian radio we really appreciate everyone checking us out uh next week after the finale of obi-wan kenobi our shows will go back to a regular scheduled program which is every friday morning at 7 a.m central standard time 8 p.m i'm sorry 8 i'm sorry 7 a.m. Central Standard Time or 9 a.m. wherever you're at in the world. Somewhere. I'm getting confused with my times. Anyways, let's break down parts 4 and 5 Kenobi and let's go. I have a bad feeling about this. I don't sense anything. Hello there. Rodian Radio presents the Obi-Wan Kenobi After Show. Hello there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Rodian Radio. We are here to talk about everyone's favorite thing and the best thing ever created on the face of the earth, and that is none other than Star Wars. But I'm not here to do it alone. I'm here with my good friend and yours from a galaxy far, far away, Mr. Danny Cruz. 
Hello, everybody. Whoa, nice whoa, whoa. No, what is kidding. this? <laughs> what is this? I thought we already invited a micro fan on this show. <laughs> no, it hasn't been a while. Yes, it has been a while. We apologize. We did not put out a show last week, but we wanted to save uh, parts four and five of Kenobi for one episode since part four didn't really give us a whole lot to make a show out of. <clears throat> I wouldn't, uh, I'm not going to go off. I can already hear people. That's because it was a filler episode. <laughs> Get out of yeah, here. Keep it, keep it coming. This whole show is a filler show. If you think about it, it's a filler show mm-hmm. from a certain point of view. Okay. So we're going to talk about parts four and five of Kenobi. Uh, I guess quick star Wars news before we get started here. Um, Taika Waititi, as we discussed on the last episode, he is in charge of the next Star Wars film. He was recently, I guess, in an interview, or maybe he just made a statement and went public with it or whatever. But he said in Star Wars needs to steer away from nostalgia, and his plan for his movie is to create something that nobody can tie anything about what we already know about Star Wars into. And I'm okay with that. Something new. Yeah, something I mean, new. I, I, not a, not I trust a, him. Not a Disney new, because Disney went new, but tied it to what we already know, which didn't work. I'd say that's a good thing, you know. Uh, Taiko Watiti, or Taiki, or that... that Taiko Watiti. Taiko Watiti. That guy directed, uh, well, he's currently releasing his movie, Thor Ragnarok. I mean, Thor Ragnarok already came out. He did that. Yes, he and did Love and Thunder doing, now. That's coming out soon. And he was Korg. And Ragnarok, yeah. and he was IG-11 in The Mandalorian. And then he was also in Lightyear. Uh, he was? One of the he's, in the, he's in the movie, yeah. He plays one of the, like, the main characters there. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> and then he also directed, I think it was nominated for an Oscar, it was the Jojo Rabbit. I think Taika Waititi understands what his audience likes. Yeah, he's got a good sense of humor, too. He does. I'm a big fan of his. So if he wants to create something new that we've never seen before, I'm totally down for it. Mm-hmm. I'm totally down for it. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything you want to say before we jump right into Obi? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> a couple of black series that came out. Uh, yes, released. that's true. We did have some black series. Yeah, so out of all this whole time, people, this whole time we've talked about, uh, you know, like, Black Series is going down the toilet, which it still is. They, they, they. Now they're putting cloth on like the the new. You know what they realized? They realized that they lost their two biggest supporters, which is me and you. Yep. That's all it is. It's it's yeah. So like you see all the like it's cool that they're releasing all these things, but knowing how they are with pre-orders and everything, we're not going to see them for a couple years. But and if you actually get these figures, I'm happy for you. I really am too, and. You kind of hesitate to open that in the box, but you know that's you got to roll the dice sometimes. Yeah, we got the uh, so it turns out uh, that was not Forlom and Kenobi episode two. That was uh, a droid we'd never heard of. I think it was one dash J A K was the droid's name, something like that. Jake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jake from State Farm. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And then we got a, a new Purge Trooper release, and then we've got mm-hmm. the the whole Kenobi wave, two versions of Kenobi, a Vader, and the Inquisitors. And it's a very solid that. wave. 
It, it is. I'm not respectable. Dude, but I, that mez, that fan-made Mezco Obi-Wan Kenobi, I thought that was real. I was ready to pre-order that. Yeah, that was good looking. But yeah, Hasbro, I, I'm impressed by what they did with this Obi-Wan Kenobi wave. But it's it doesn't matter because they're, it's not going to be released until next spring, and that's that's a maybe. Yeah, if I see the Inquisitors in stores, that might be a few Black Series I pick up just to have the whole Inquisitor wave. But, I think I would just do Vader and Obi-Wan, and that's about it. Speaking of collectibles, I now can check off my A New Hope set mm-hmm. because I recently got Chewbacca Hot mm-hmm. Toys. Mm-hmm. It's the most expensive figure I have, and I got him at discount. <laughs> so, it's actually pretty authentic. Like It, it looks... Like it has the fur. It's not like the it plastic. It's, it's fur. real fur. Yeah, it's, it's it was put some work. There was some work into it. Yes, you know? that's why it's so expensive. Chase, All I need Chase now is C three PO and R two, and I'll have the complete original trilogy New Hope set. That's awesome. And yeah, I also got a few like got a few clones come in last week. A few five of first, and mm-hmm. can never get enough of clones. No, you best bet I'm gonna get probably two or three more. You know what? You need to get the. What are they? What are they going to release the Geonosian Flame Troopers? The Clone Wars. You know they started. Those would be so know, great. They started barbecuing the the bugs. Yeah, the bugs. Yeah. Those would that. be awesome to have in Hot Toys. Or what if they had a Hot Toys ATAT? You know oh, the size of that. I, I would. I would car. take a second credit card. <laughs> take another loan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Oh boy! All right, so that's uh, that's the new releases that we got from Hasbro. I haven't really seen anything from Lego or Funko Pop or anything. So let's uh, let's get on into Kenobi. We're going to start with part four since it is a smaller area to talk about, and then we'll spend the rest of the time talking about this masterpiece of an episode, part five. Mm-hmm. All right, so part four, we we get that Obi Wan. He goes to. I just I, I'm sorry. I just can't get over how the name of the Inquisitor's base is the, what is it, the Inquisitorious Fortress or something like that. I didn't even, I didn't even know I had a name. I thought it was. Yeah, like, it's like the uh, HQ. I thought it was just HQ. No, it, it's got a name. Let me look it up. I want to see if I can find it because I laugh every time I hear it. Do they say it in the show? Uh, Yes, I think so. I don't remember them saying it. Hey, that's how... I already forgot about that episode. Let's see. It is the Fortress Inquisitorious. No comment on that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's just so funny. They're just trying to copy a Fortress of Solitude, but like make it sound not as cool. Fortress Inquisitorious. I guess we now know why Obi-Wan was so able to sneak by is because they had a ridiculous name. So, they didn't have the best security. And if you notice, they had a bunch of stormtroopers walking around, and stormtroopers can't see squat. So, we got. You want to start off with your how you thought about the episode? Uh, yeah. To me, I I get the overall rating on that episode part four a seven out of ten. And the only reason, well, the only reason I've ranked it so high is because there is a lot of good storytelling in this episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not a lot of action, but there is a lot of good storytelling, like the whole uh, Reva interrogating Leia and her being able to 
defend the force through her mind where Reva mm-hmm. says you're strong to me that gave purpose to show that Leia is a true Skywalker and she doesn't yeah. know because she she's she doesn't really use she doesn't tap into the force like Luke does but it mm-hmm. still shows how powerful and strong Leia is even at 10 years old yeah so that that was a good story arc right there the uh th- this episode to me felt like it was Obi-Wan's redemption you know, in part three, he failed. He knew he was disconnected from the force. He knew he was weak. Part four, you could see him trying to gain a little bit of his instinct and skill back from the prequel mm-hmm. era. And then by the time we get to part five, we actually see Obi-Wan. So the bridge in between being disconnected to getting to reconnected through the force from Obi-Wan's point of view. Mm-hmm. So that that's what this episode did to me. Now, don't get me wrong; there was a lot of cheesy choreography, like the smacking the stormtrooper helmet. <laughs> um, don't even get it. like. Okay, first of all, like, you're, you're in the military base, right? And then they're just like you know, like dancing through, you know, like nobody's gonna see me. And then especially what what got me the most was that like you know obi-wan's hiding leia underneath his coat like, it's a it's a joke of an episode like, well it's like i said there were stormtroopers everywhere and they can't see anything yeah but that's a that, i mean that's the excuse that they use you know like that that's horrible like like if it was a single like i, I know a season like or a show like not all episodes are gonna hit but this is like rock bottom like like I well know, every every tv show has their Good and bad episodes. It it does, but like the things that happened just didn't make sense. Like the slapping thing, and then and then Riva, right? She's deflecting like pretty much like missiles from the <laughs> yeah. speeder, and it's shooting shooting at rapid fire. And then what, what blows my mind is that that same snow speeder can take on ATATs, and ATATs have pretty tough armor, and like you know, hitting the sweet spot can blow it up. So now Riva's like, nah, I got this. Like she's just swinging left and right. Well, and, you and, could you yeah. could defend that with saying after seeing part five, how much rage Reva is fueled with. So if maybe that so rage, rage she should have. Well, maybe the rage was maybe the rage was helping her power the dark side of the force. That's how she could deflect missiles. Yeah, but it didn't really look like that, you know. Like it, just it didn't. Like... It just looked like something that the. We don't have a big budget for this episode. Let's just throw this in. Oh, please don't talk to me about budget with Disney. They got like at least like ten commas. Hey, man, yeah. they had to spend the they had to spend all this budget for this season finale that we're hearing rumors about. That's going to be an hour and a half. Long. An hour and a half. So that's basically a movie. Yeah. So and they had to spend all that budget just to get Ewan McGregor to put that episode two wig back on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not there. We're not there yet. We're not there. Yet. I know we're but not there yet. Listen, I can't help it. I'm already making the memes. I can't help it. One day at Disneyland is generates one episode there. So you're you're probably that. right. But but anyways, like okay, besides, okay, you're actually right. Besides, like they did tell a story, right? But like if if it was like if if I just read the script, right, I'd be like, you know, that sounds pretty good. But like what I saw was completely different like you know what i mean by that like it, it yeah was, it's like it was, the book of boba fett it looks good on paper uh, but it doesn't looks, look actually good on it looks screen. good actually it did look good visually but visually <laughs> yes yes yeah. 
but like it visually storytelling, no. Yes, uh, but like they're not all going to be winners. But I guess you see every single Star Wars thing has like a rock bottom thing. Like they hit rock bottom and then they instantly like. Well, if you wanna, if stuff. you wanna take it back to quote unquote filler episodes, the the first okay. season of Mandalorian had three of them right in a row. We go from yeah. episodes one, two, and three. We get it. We get the background of Din Djarin and why he's doing what he's doing. Then we get the backstory of Grogu, and then the next three episodes are him on a prison ship, him on Tatooine with a knockoff Han Solo, mm-hmm. and then uh, I'm pretty sure the last two episodes was one big finale cut in half. Yeah. So if you want, if you if I you want to take it all the way back, I think Mandalorian. I'll defend Mandalorian to be honest because it's a whole different character, right? We're You're talking just about, a Mando simp. I am a Mando simp, and this is the way. It's, you know, I saw after this part four Kenobi came out, I saw a guy make a TikTok, and he was mm. like, right before part five came out, he's like, so if we're going based on what Disney does, we all know that in the series episode five. Mando's coming back. No. Even even my even one of my buddies was like, I was really expecting Mando to show up. I'm like, no, it doesn't fit this part of the universe. This is way before that. Yeah, but anyways, like that's that's all I really have to say about episode four. Like, yeah, it did send a message. And then Vader walk. I think that whole like him like like the camera shaking and walking. Like, yes, that scared me a little bit. I didn't expect it to be so rough. Well, like, what I didn't, what I found out of Vader's character, in my opinion, was that he didn't just, like, snap her neck. And at the end of story, you know? But after seeing part five, we understand why Vader didn't kill her. He was playing her the whole time. Yeah, of course. And I can already hear all the, all the, all the people. The Grand Inquisitor's dead! Oh, they brought him back. It's a trap. Oh, I like mm-hmm. I like this show now. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. You're not a real Star Wars fan if you really thought they were going to retcon Rebels. Which I don't know. Is canon. I don't know. I was... I, I had my suspicions, uh, but I was never one of those people that was like, What? What? You know what? That was me a little bit. I was like, wow, they actually dropped the ball. Because cause, cause the direction to how I saw it was going, I was like, it's, I, I guess it was a small buildup. It's like, it's like when you're shifting from first gear and then they went all the way to like sixth gear. Like, yeah. th- that's literally what they did. They were on first gear for the first like, first like 60% of the show. And then now it's like, all right, let's, uh, let's add in dual the face. Let's sprinkle dual the face in here. But just in, so I guess we're done talking about part four, correct? Yeah, okay, so in part episode. five, this one By the way, episode, I gave it a four out of ten. A four out of ten. Okay, that's reasonable, I guess. So, but this part five, this one episode took the whole direction of this show and changed it one eighty. It shifted it. It, it. it definitely. Imagine if that was the first episode. It completely answered every questions that we've had up until this point. And it shifted the whole direction of the show in one episode. Mm-hmm. If I didn't know better, I would say Dave Filoni was a part of this in some way. Yeah, he always has to carry the. He's, he, I'm telling you, he's a second half kind of guy, the fourth quarter. 
just Dave Filoni, they were okay, so they were struggling writing this episode, okay? Deborah Chow gets on the phone and she's like, Hey Dave, I've kind of hit a wall here. Dave Filoni just says two words Force unleashed. <laughs> and that's it. He hangs that's up the phone. it. He hangs up the phone. <laughs> the number you've dialed has disconnected or no longer exists. Yeah. <laughs> and then Deborah Chow puts, they literally put Starkiller in this episode. Reva is basically Starkiller. She goes after it. We've never seen a Sith on Sith. I don't think I've seen Not live, live action. action. No, not in that live action. No. And no, then, but... like, <laughs> it's so funny, dude. Like, I mean, it was funny because it was so disrespectful to Reva because, like, Vader just used the Force. Like, if it was, like, a, like an air canister pushing her away. He like, didn't just... even touch his own saber. Not yeah, one and time. Then, and, then, and then he broke her saber, right, like a Twix bar, and then threw it to her. He gave her the left Twix. Yeah, he gave her the left Twix, the, the bad one. I thought that was a straight-up boss move from Vader just Taking her saber from her. That is a straight up. Disconnecting it. And throwing it on the ground. Like now pick it up. Straight up disrespect. And then. And then the Grand Inquisitor comes in. He's like. I have your friend here. Revenge does wonders for the will to live. I love his dialogue. Yeah. It's great. Very comedic guy. I remember the photo I sent you where he's in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, he's got his thumb up. But you know, a lot of people are already already no, saying I the Vader's. We'll get to that part. But like, I believe the, this is Vader's Vader best scene. Dude, the suit looks so nice. Like his eyes. I'm. I don't know when he changes his lens, but this version is pretty nice. Like his like lens are like black, like like soulless black. And you can tell that Hayden Christensen is in that suit. Yeah. Just by the yeah. way he stands and walks, you can tell it. You know, even though I'm a big Empire Strikes fan on this, I think Hayden Christensen plays Vader really well. And then yes, really well. What the way he just gets like a boost and it's just, you know, James Arnold. And he was walking through that base with one purpose only, and that was Kenobi. Mm-hmm. He didn't care about anything else. And, you know, I've already seen people say, well, why couldn't he grab the second ship? Because if you think about it, anger clouds your judgment. You get pretty, t- you get pretty tilted, so you get some tunnel vision. <laughs> like, when you're Vader, pretty- on, Vader went in there on a one-track mind. He only wanted Kenobi. That is all he cared about. And he was so angry and distracted till he didn't sense Kenobi wasn't even in that ship. And then when you're like tilted for ten years or something like that, you just you, like what's it's just out of instinct, you know. I think this is this show is doing a very very good job of way of the way that they're writing and executing it of showing how filled with rage Vader is towards Kenobi. And I was also watching when uh, Hayden Christensen showed up when they basically did pre Attack of the Clone thing. I think I you know what this show needs. I think like don't get me wrong, John Williams is a really good music, but I just feel like it's lacking in music. Yeah, that is because that is one little nitpick version. I can put. We need a like, little bit of some sort of nostalgic music. Yeah, because the music has been very quiet and like calm and like not like. Even dramatic. if it's just like a little bitty tiny episode two music snippet yeah. in that flashback. It would have been great, but I loved it either way. Music or mm-hmm. no music. 
I thought yeah. they did a fantastic job with the way they music, look. The, the music would have been just like honestly, like a you know, like when you add flavor to like your meat, you know, that kind of thing. Like, yeah, it, it makes it better. I think the flashback scenes for me. That was the most. That was the only moment in Star Wars history that has ever made me so emotional to the point that it brought me to tears. Because they did. I think it was the only one that did flashbacks to Attack of the Clones, basically. Yes, and just see when I first how saw many that. People, how many people hated Attack of the Clones? Uh-huh. And now many... everybody's oh Hayden's back. Hayden's back. We love Hayden. No, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah, There's very few people who actually liked Hayden Christensen. Take it easy. Leave him. Leave always him. and will always be my Anakin Skywalker. Yep, no one else. And But, you know, back to what I said, they had to spend all their budget just to get Ewan McGregor to put this wig back on for episode two flashbacks. <laughs> he didn't... He, I get people are saying, like, oh, he didn't look the same as Attack of the Clones. I'm like, nobody does. But honestly, Hayden Christensen didn't look too bad. No, I thought it. I didn't pay no attention really to how old he looks because you know it didn't even make a difference because it didn't because he played Anakin so good. You can definitely tell that Anakin was Anakin and not Vader in the scene, and you can tell that Hayden Christensen actually did his research, and now I believe he actually watched the Clone Wars to get the attitude. And he got Rebels too. Yes, and I believe he. I, I believe him when I hear him say that he watched those because his attitude. From when he's Anakin in these flashbacks, and when he's Vader, is is completely two different, separate acting abilities. Mm-hmm. And that I thought he did. just the scene where Obi Wan and Anakin are back to back, and Anakin says, uh, "You can't have mercy and expect to to win against an opponent or something like that, Master." Just when him saying "Master," like that is Anakin. Mm-hmm. That is Anakin. And his smile when he's like, now your weapon's gone. You lost. Like, that is just Anakin. And then you got Obi-Wan. Your, your, your victory blinds your judgment or something. I, I'd have to rewatch it to know exactly mm-hmm. what they say word for word. But the acting was just great. And I think that was the first episode where they had both of them back together. And the last time they were both on screen technically fighting or on like that was Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, and if you notice, while they're doing the training course, the choreography for that flashback is the same as Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. And Except the, the, it was basically the same, but it was like it was one was rage, and the other one was like, yes, learning or training. Like yeah, like that. Yeah, like simulation. I mean, you know? Yeah, yeah, and the flashback scene to me, it this was just a very well written episode. Because we start off with the flashbacks, and then it cuts to Vader. And every flashback is parallel to what we're seeing in present day time. Clones. Clones. It is so so parallel, and it's just brilliant writing, in my opinion. I think think what's cool is when... So, this part, I wasn't clear, but I'm sure it's... I'm sure we can clarify this. So when Reva was talking about when she knew she knew Vader was Anakin, right? When so when Anakin killed the younglings, right? Did he stab her when she was a youngling? You know, I thought he did. Or like, did he just let her live? Because I'm like, that's a high. I'm like, I thought he did. Enough. But if we want to go off and into deep dissection about it, uh-huh. Vader so didn't kill Star Killer. 
when he found him as a kid? Uh, yeah, but this is like the beginning of Vader. This wasn't like in the suit Vader, you know? But he did stab him, and Starkiller didn't die. And if we know anything in Star Wars, gut shots don't matter unless your name is Qui-Gon Jinn. (laughs) Well, he got shot at, and like... But I, you know, gunshots. I, I thought, yeah, gut shots, you know. Stomach. Oh, they said gunshots. No, gut shots. Okay. Unless you're Qui-Gon Jinn, you're not going to die from a gut shot. Yes. But, you know, I thought he did stab her, but then again, it might have just been something Reva was imagining because she was in trauma at this moment. And she just, like, fell or something? I guess she fainted or something? Maybe there was a Padawan standing in front of her. Oh, and then, like, she just, like, played dead? Yeah, like and, and she had, and that's what, what the first person scene we were seeing was Anakin stabbing the Padawan in front of her. Yeah, and then, like, she just knocked out. Like, but, eh, but just to see, you know, this right here, this episode proved that Vader is not stupid at all. He knew the whole time what he was doing. He was playing Reva. He knew her plan. He even says it himself. Did you really believe I did not see it, youngling? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's just chills, man. It's so dark and it's so menacing. But I think Vader and the Grand Inquisitor have great chemistry together. <laughs> they do in the show, too, because that's... And then... They just they just understand each other because because the Grand Inquisitor was a Templar. Yeah, they knew each other before the Empire. Yeah, it's like they just they just like you know like one company like died and they just moved on to the next. They were like, oh hey, you're here too. All right, nice. Now cool. I did hear somebody say they don't understand where this next episode is going, and we'll we'll end the show off with our predictions for the next episode. But I don't have a problem with the way that anything in this episode was played out. I think this episode right here was the holy grail of Star Wars live action series. Ooh. Even better than well, that wait, Book of wait. Boba Fett episode. Okay, okay. I would hold that thought until we see this next episode. You're right, because an yeah. hour and a half but, of Star but Wars. If technically, as of right now, you are correct. You know what I mean? Like, I cannot believe we agree on the same thing. Yeah. And I was thinking, I was like, nope, I don't got, I don't got anything bad to say. It's clicking because, just, just for cause, our cause listening you, audience, because what you just said right now, when you said it was perfect, I thought of Anakin. Yeah, but just for our listening audience, I did tell Danny Wednesday that when this episode came out, I did tell him. I said, if you have one problem with this episode, you are fired from Rodian Radio. What did I and, have a problem with? And uh, so he's still here. So you're welcome, everybody. What what, the, what did I have a problem? I'm trying to think. No, don't think. I will fire you right here on on a, on a recording. Uh, all right, let's hear it live, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm, this is how hard it is because I have to think. Okay, so like, there's going to be a job post next week for a new co-host. <laughs> 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 no, seriously, like if it's hard for me to think of something bad, because usually I'm on it, like I'm literally on the spot with it. Uh, no, yeah, I agree. But I would wait. I would hold that thought until this next episode. Yes, I really hope these rumors are true. I really want to see an hour and a half I, of Star Wars. Uh, let's say an hour fifteen because the credits, you know. Like, yeah, it's, still an hour. Still. <sighs> but yeah, I loved. I loved seeing. Uh, 
Vader just I believe this might be Vader's best scene in live action over anything he's been in. This scene just shows you how nah, tapped yet. into the yeah, dark yet. side Vader his is. Best, his best scene yet. I forgot to add the little detail there. Yet, yes. Okay, yet. Because we, we're still waiting <laughs> on episode six. Yet. Okay, okay. I believe this is Vader's best scene yet. Same. Because it, this scene shows you how in tune with the dark side of the Force Anakin has become. It shows you how much rage he's got towards Kenobi. And it shows you just how he doesn't put up with anything. He he does not care about anything except for Kenobi. Yeah. And I already heard people say, I don't know why he let Reva live. We're talking about Vader. Well, I'll tell you why. Well, I, I believe he either. let her live just to let her suffer. Dude, he was literally trolling her. And he was. DDoS, he was DDoSing her so bad that he gave her the lightsaber to somewhat, to, so that he wasn't bored. Okay, so we hear Obi-Wan in that flashback say, and your need to prove yourself is your undoing. Until you conquer it, a Padawan you will always be. And in that scene, Obi-Wan took Anakin's lightsaber. Which, by the way, if you notice, this flashback scene was before Attack of the Clones because Anakin had both of his hands and he had his lightsaber that he had in the beginning of Attack of the Clones. It wasn't the same one as after? No. Oh, I didn't notice that. It was the one that he uh, that was destroyed in the droid factory. Oh. It was that last I got But anyways, what I was saying, though, is in that flashback scene, Vader does the same thing to Reva. He takes her saber, and he humiliates her. The same thing Obi-Wan did to Anakin. So I and believe Vader... That whole fight, he didn't say one word. No, and I believe that Vader let her live just to let her deal with the humiliation and suffer taking a lightsaber to the stomach just because the Grand Inquisitor showed up. Yeah. The will to live is a... I love... I just love his dialogue. The Grand Inquisitor... Rupert Friend is such a great char- actor for that character. I don't know you do, but I don't know. I don't know what happened. I think in the trailer, they made his head the size of Squidward. But I don't know. I mean, it it may have been. Normal. Yeah, it, it looks normal. I think it's the angle or something. No more Humpty Dumpty. I I think it was the angle or something. I don't know, man. Maybe they feel like shaved off like a pound of makeup. I don't know. Yeah. And I love their suits. While I was watching this past episode, I was like, you know, this is out of the book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian. This show has a big screen quality about it. It doesn't feel like a TV show budget. On on certain parts it did it did, but I'm 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 being nitpicky. But overall, yeah, I, it wasn't. But this like one episode alone, the visuals in this one episode alone were stunning. Yeah, the lightsaber light ups were all pretty like HD. This was like 4K light up. Yeah, it, it this was just stunning. This was this was a perfect episode. Yet, no, this was a perfect episode. Period. Yet. So, what would you give this overall rating of this episode? I'd say a nine out of ten, like a solid. A nine out of ten. Yeah. Well, I you have said seen it. Was, you said if anything is less than nine out of ten. I'm not saying that. 
to keep my job and I'm saying that as a solid I would say nine out of ten because I, I think they they're giving Leia too much time, man. But like other than that, I was like we didn't need to see like you know, it was like a couple minutes. It was kinda of dragging. But I was like, you know, like we get it, she's fixing it. That's you know, like let's let's move on. And then she had to like strangle fight her droid, you know, and <laughs> bring them pretend there was like tension there. And, and then like it was back to like Vader and Kenobi. Yeah, nine out of ten though. You know, I could argue with you and say, well, in a new hope, we uh we seen too much of Luke. Because it was about Luke. Wasn't he the new hope? But I am not that person. Please. <laughs> I can already hear people is <laughs> No. <clears throat> I give this overall rating a ten out of ten for me. Mm-hmm. Ten out of ten. It was perfect for me. I do agree with you though. I didn't think we were going to get this much Leia, but I'm okay with it. Because I know that we're going back to Tatooine in the next episode. Yeah, and then she's going to be gone. I just really hope this is the only problem I'm going to have with the show. Is if Luke and Leia meet before A New Hope. Yeah, but... That's the only uh, problem I'm going to have. I mean, if, they, if they're not going to kill me quickly, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't even really know that there's a this dude on Tatooine now. He knows she knows Luke's on Tatooine. Well, all right. So let's get into our predictions for the next episode. The way that I think this next episode is going to go is we know that Reva is going to Tatooine. She's going to basically take Luke hostage and mm-hmm. Owen. So I think, and Obi Wan knows that Vader is is following their ship because their hyperdrive is out. So my prediction is they're going to get to Alderaan. But Kenobi is going to use an escape pod to draw Vader away. Mm-hmm. And so that'll put Leia back on Alderaan. Vader will then follow Kenobi. He'll tell everybody, he'll tell all his forces to forget the rebels and follow Kenobi. Mm-hmm. We're going to get on some place. I don't think it'll be tattooing, but I think somehow Obi-Wan will use Vader's rage to his own advantage. And and draw Vader away and open Tatooine just to find Reva. Now, Reva is on Tatooine because I believe she is ticked off at Obi-Wan because the plan failed. And now she's going to blame Obi-Wan for why she wasn't able to kill Vader. And I think mm-hmm. Obi-Wan is going to end up having to kill Reva. Yeah. And uh, that, that'll end the show right there. And so... But no, no. But they, they this fight. this past they episode. Didn't. Oh, there will be a fight. Yes, there will be a fight. There's got to be. But this right here, this episode to me, it it explains so much about in a new hope when we hear Vader tell Ben Kenobi, "When I left you, I was but a learner. Now I am the master." This past episode showed you that Vader is still learning from his mistakes, and he still can't become a master mm-hmm. that right there it, it just it it just lined up perfectly for me yeah. but that's how I think the next episode is going to go there's going to be a big fight they'll get laid back to Alderaan and Obi-Wan will get away from Vader and end up killing Reva to save Luke mm-hmm. 
What if uh what if what if Palpatine shows up and just starts electrocuting Kenobi and he ages ten years? Oh that'd be cool. And he gets his gray hair. And then how does he get out of it? So maybe Reva stops him. And then Reva dies. Yeah, Reva does. And there we That's go. A good thing. I'm there we go. Palpatine. Oh no, he did say. Remember, we went to the. He, he did say uh, we would see his presence. Ian McDermott did it. say we would fill or we would see Palpatine's presence. That could be her. That could be it. Maybe she like dives in front of him. Yeah. Dark Maul shows up. Dark Maul. Now I will say, when I seen Vader break Reva's saber in half. I thought that we were going to get the origin story of how Darth Maul ended up with an Inquisitor saber in Rebels. Mm-hmm. But that's just me fan-fetching. Yeah, we're reaching at that point, but we're about to reach. So that's it. That's all you're predicting for the next episode, Darth Maul. <sighs> no, there's more. Qui-Gon's coming. And Qui-Gon's got to come, or else it was a whole let-down disappointment of the first few episodes. We are getting Qui-Gon... We are getting Wait, Boba Fett. Vader. We're getting Boba oh, Fett. Please stop my brain. Anyway, we're uh, getting Max Rebo. We're going to see Max Rebo in the canteen. Mark my words. <sighs> Just kidding. Anyways, so Qui Gon, Reva, Obi Wan fight. Reva sacrificed her life to save Obi Wan. Because now she understands that there is hope to kill Vader through his son. His son Ooh, will kill I didn't Vader think about that. Because she sees that his, the son is Skywalker. So I didn't, I didn't think about that. It. Yep. And then <clears throat> pull back to the next and then it's Vader, Vader, Obi-Wan fight. And then it's like, the, I feel like the fight will end like both sides damaged. Oh yeah, definitely. And like both sides damage, and then like a wall of fire, or like I don't know, freaking like Sarlacc pit. But hey, that's <laughs> why like, we need an hour and a half, though. Like a Sarlacc pit would divide them. Like something, some force needs to divide them because they will not stop fighting each other. So there's going to be some type of force like dividing them. And you know, the show. if this rumor. That we are getting an hour and 33 minutes of a season finale. One, that tells me there's no season two. Second, that tells me that they know this is their last episode and they've got to bang everything out to take place for A New Hope in an hour and 33 minutes. That's why it's going to be so long. So, yes, I really don't believe there's going to be a season two. I might stay for this, to be honest. It's too good, man. Too good. It is too good, but on the other note, I don't feel like there's much story that they could tell in a season two. And it'd be the same timeline. I don't know. Hmm. What if it's a season two, but it takes place in the Old Republic? With Kenobi, how does that make sense? And we get to see Kenobi's backstory of him being a Padawan. So we do a prequel within a prequel? Yeah, a prequel to the prequel. We get to see Obi-Wan's brother. Yeah. People are saying it's o- Owen. Is his yeah, brother or something I like brought that, that up on our last episode. Yeah. 
Hmm. I like that fact. Well, I do want to, I don't know, they really notice, like, see, the thing about Black Series and Hasbro, and they don't release the, like, figures or any, like, the posters or whatever, right when the show is showing, you know, like, for example, like, Funko Pops, they're already on it. I think Lego does the same thing. Lego spools everything. Yep. Like, it's, like, I mean, like, because I want the figures to be released. Like, at the same time, the episodes are released, you know, because you feel like, well, like, I really just saw That's the episode last night. That's not going to happen with Hasbro. I know. Hey, hey, it used to. Remember it used to happen? It used like, to, but it won't now. Nope. You need to forget about it. But if they did, I feel like they would generate more because then they have posters up. Like, like with Jurassic World, like, they have, like, posters. They have dinosaur things. They have everything. They have the whole, like, the whole, the whole shebang, you know? I don't know. I don't know what's lacking with them. I think Hasbro needs to lose their life to Black Series. Like, please. What if NECA started making Star Wars figures? I think NECA could do pretty decent figures. They do. Seven, seven inch, pretty detailed. They give you a box of <coughs> accessories. I think that Hasbro like just needs to go things. back to the old ways that they used to and bring back Toys R Us. Yeah, the Toys R Us exclusives. You know? No exclusives at all. Exclusives should be banned. They should. There should be no exclusives. I don't ever see any G.I. Joe exclusives or Marvel Legends exclusives. It's just Star Wars. Just Star Wars is different now. I don't know. Well, maybe it'll get better in the future. We'll see. But here right now, um, we got to give it time. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to do it. You got anything else to say before we wrap up? Uh, no, I'm just, I'm just going to wait for episode six and then, yeah. Go with it. Yep. We, uh, we're excited. I, I know I'm excited. Um, it, got me, it got me interested. It got me a little hyped. But, and for uh, anybody out there just complaining about anything, nobody cares about your complaint. Just shut up. Stop it. <laughs> get some help. Seek help. <laughs> yeah, get some help. If you don't like Star Wars, go on to Marvel. I mean, we don't hear the Marvel fan base tearing each other apart. So, but all right, I think that's going to do it um, for this episode of Rodeo Radio. Um, join us next week as we break down the finale for And then after that, all of our shows will go back to regular program scheduling every Friday. Um, we got our one-year anniversary episode coming up. Going to do a lot of good fun stuff on that episode and then uh next month i don't want to give it away but rodian radio will be doing an exclusive show from someplace in a galaxy far far away so keep in touch uh please if you're listening to us via youtube podcast wherever we appreciate it do us a favor and subscribe to our youtube if you're listening to us from youtube or follow us on our podcast platforms leave us reviews on your podcast of choice uh we really appreciate it it helps us break the algorithm so we can get noticed and more viewers so we can bring you more content more celebrity interviews uh we really appreciate everyone checking us out hope you're all enjoying kenobi and until next week this has been rodian radio This is Chase. This is Danny. And may the force be with you.